Hello kids and welcome to the Domestic Disturbance Podcast. Three comics, three opinions, one shit show. Featuring Mike Keegan. Are you just going to talk over me the whole time? Is that what you're going to do? Alright, thank you. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Thank you very much. (laughs) Carla Okerson. I tolerate you. I think I tolerate you you very well. I tolerate you. Believe that. I certainly tolerate all your horseshit. Look at me. I'm being tolerant right now. Look how tolerant. I'm tolerating it. And Tim Saliani. See, Bill Clinton suicides people. (laughs) What's the name of my high school band? (laughs) Be sure and stop by the Domestic Disturbance Podcast Facebook page to check out any new shows, upcoming events, or to leave us some hate mail. Music from our podcast is from the hardcore band Boar. You should check them out on Spotify and Bandcamp, where you can put a little something in the hat for them and purchase their music like good little consumers. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the arguments. Oh, we're live. We're live now. We're here. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. And checking out this week's episode of the Domestic Disturbance Podcast. Uh, please uh, make sure you're liking and sharing it with everybody you know. We're happy to be here. We love you guys. I'm Mike Keegan with Tim Saliani, Carla Okerson, and our special guest this week, uh, Copenhagen Bandit from down in uh, Joplin, Missouri. Thanks for coming on, man. Well, thank you guys for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. So, so I guess Copenhagen refers to the chewing tobacco and not the city. Right. Yes. Or, yes. I, I, right. Yeah. I didn't even know the city existed until someone's <laughs> like, are you from Denmark? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it was when we were when we were setting up the thing for the, the, the comedy telethon and Mike, like we're running down the list of names. I'm like, well, who are the other comics? I'm like, and then there's that like, what is he like the Norwegian guy? And I was like, what Norwegian guy? What are you talking about? I'm like, you definitely told me there was a Norwegian guy. <laughs> Cause I knew it was the chewing tobacco because I used to be a chewing tobacco guy. Uh, yeah. And uh Carla thought you were you were just uh from Finland. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Although to be fair, Mike's more of a skull guy. So I was a skull man. That was my that was my thing. But uh playing baseball and football here, I was a skull guy. What I used to do was I would get uh a cherry skull and a and a spearmint skull and I'd finish half of each and then mix them together mm, okay we like used to do we used to do reviews right for the, the chewing tobacco yeah that, that's how the name came about when i was in high school i would uh you know how women like review like body lotion where i was like reviewing chew and then <laughs> after <laughs> after i started doing comedy a couple of years later uh people just kept calling me that same name so it kind of kind of stuck yeah, it's, it's definitely catchy. Oh, it's a catchy name. It's a good name to have, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you, were, you were doing comedy and stopped for a little while, like when you're in high school, and then started again years later? Um, yeah, in high school, I didn't I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I wasn't even trying to do comedy. I was just making dumb videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, and, and then I spent, I spent three and a half years as an EMT, uh, got burned out on that, and then I just started telling jokes online. And uh, just use that name, and it just kind of grew and grew. That's awesome. Now, um, you would when you first started doing comedy, were you going to like open mics and stuff, or were you just like you got a following from online? Or 
Yeah, I uh, I was posting videos online, and there was like maybe 150 people like views a week, and yeah. I started going to open mic nights. So we had a comedy club up here, pretty close, and a pizza place that was doing them, um, yeah. and that's where I started out as. And slowly met people and and tried to get uh, you know, feature spots and stuff like that. So it's yeah, yeah. I remember when I first started doing open mics, it was at a tattoo shop, hmm. and over by my house it was a tiny little tattoo parlor. And you just, there's no laughs. You just hear the buzzing of the tattoo needle the whole time. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. You just hear people that's... screaming in pain and a, and a needle buzzing. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty much it. Those are, those are my laughs back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh, yeah, so we, we, we met uh, Cameron, the Copenhagen bandit uh, just this week, actually. Cause um we were doing, uh, they had a, a comedy telethon that uh, mm. on Twitch that Richie, our friend Richie Byrne and Mark Rigadana were running. And they yeah. did, uh, they did like eight, <laughs> Carla's, uh, Carla's hesitant to call them friends. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they did like 80 hours of, of straight comedy on a on a live stream going to break the Guinness Book of World Records. I think they did. I only watched a little bit of it because I got tired. I'd be interested to know if they did because um, I worked at the comic strip when they did their run to break the world record. And I think that was in 06. And that was live comedy. And that was, yeah. but it was live comedy, but it was actual stand-up. It was comic after comic, set after set after set, like all through the night. You know, sometimes there was like one person sleeping, you know, in the audience, literally. Yeah. Um, and this kind of fell into more of like a talk format. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Guess. A lot of it ended up being being kind of kind of podcasty and talk. There were some segments that were straight stand up. That's what I thought we were going to do. We we're going to we were going to do straight stand up because originally we were supposed to just host the two hours. I had like seven comics on some really great comics. I had I had Cameron. I had uh, Pat Dixon, um, Tara Canis Tracy, obviously Tim and Carla. It was going to be really good, but you know it ended up just turning into a, a uh, like a like a podcast kind of thing. And then everyone went over their time and started talking. So we felt terrible. Cameron didn't get to go on. Neither did I really. I didn't. I was supposed to host this thing, and I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys sound great. <laughs> no, I was just excited because I know they were raising money for kids, and I think that's what's cool about our industry is uh, a lot of comics are, are messed up people, but when you tell them, hey, we're raising money for kids, you can't even get in the green room, you know. Yeah. I that, love stuff like that. So Exactly, and that's kind of how it was. I mean, that's why people couldn't get in to this Twitch thing because it only held 12 people at a time, and every comic was trying to get in. And this was this was the coveted 3.45 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. slot. That, Seriously. <laughs> and, you know, like, every, you, you're so right, though. Like, everybody's so quick to do Yeah, every fucking comic probably can't be within 100 yards of a kid. But mention a goddamn kid organization, they're right there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because you know what it is? We get to have fun and make some money. And yeah. and then it's like, you know, I, I should probably give back a little bit. Because I'm a pile I'm getting... of shit. Let's do something nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting paid to get drunk and talk about my dick for... An hour and a half, you know? I'm not even gonna lie. I didn't know it was raising money for anything until like we actually got on the air. I had no idea. And somebody <laughs> was like, "Oh, it's for kids' cancer." I was like, "Is it? Look at us. We're being great. Look, look how nice we are." Yeah. <laughs> I, because we had a terrible slot. It was like three thirty in the morning on a uh, Saturday going into Sunday. So I messaged one of my friends, John Consoli, and I'm like, "Hey, you want to do this?" He's like, "Go fuck yourself." That time, and then I'm like, "No." 
<laughs> I texted him like, no, no, it's for cancer kids. And he's like, he's like, first of all, that's a weird way to put it. <laughs> By the way, of all, yeah, I guess I have to do it now. Consoli know? was sleeping. He was sleeping yeah. in front of the camera. It was exactly. hysterical. I have a picture of it. He's fucking sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt terrible because everyone was drinking coffee and I was still drinking beer. And I was like, man. Oh, no. I was, I, am. I was whiskeying it up that night. Oof. <laughs> There you go. You have to. And uh, <laughs> there you go. He's drinking the nice. Tim's, yep, yep. <laughs> Tim's an IPA guy. I just like anything high alcohol because yeah. I'm, I'm a, a large fat guy, so I, it takes a lot. Yeah. Why don't you just drink vodka? We're, we're also like beer connoisseurs. So it's like other people from other countries drink our beer, and they say it tastes like water, like it's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So that, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, like I was I was in Belgium and uh I was drinking their beer like it's our beer and uh ended up falling asleep. We were staying in like a like a dorm and I ended up passing out naked on our dining room table. Was, uh <laughs> and drink Belgian beer like our beer. Not but uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we 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 met Cameron because he was supposed to do that with us uh originally I I had asked uh, my buddy Preston Lacey uh from MTV's Jackass uh All right, you know, we, we We've been on we've been on the road together a lot, and he's like, "Oh, sorry, I can't do it." But I got the perfect guy for you. The guy's great; he's hilarious, and uh, he he got me in touch with you. So that happened, and I felt terrible, but now we're friends, and we can uh, build a comedy relationship. I gotta say, yeah, yeah. The the videos, your online presence is. I mean, we all want to do that. The videos are great, by the way. They really yeah. are. Well, thank you. Very, thank very you. funny. Um, you know what it is? Because that's what people want now. They want a rant that's funny and the, short the, the burst of hilarity. They're getting big now. I think it's the accent. Yeah, and it's the that accent, accent is and, badass. And hearing, I think you hear it and you want to hear what he's saying. I think the accent is cute. That's a, that. That sounds like a guy that's about to win another Super Bowl. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's what it is. Also, like I'm sure a lot of people in Missouri don't really notice the accent. I don't think you know, but but when you're we're up here, like I, I, it's like hypnotizing. Yeah, you know, it's. I, uh, I talk all day. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's have to different. Drop a y'all, this is exciting. <laughs> yeah, we're not used to. It. We sound like we chewed up a fucking Scorsese script. So we're really <laughs> not used to. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's funny because people will be like, "Well, you don't." You don't talk like that in real life, and as you can hear, here just talking to you. I mean, you know, like I'll try to change it, but it just gets deeper. <laughs> so there's no changing it. <laughs> Wouldn't it be yeah. amazing if he was like uh, Chappelle's representation of Little John, and just like you know, as soon as the cameras are off, he's like, uh, "Pardon me, man." <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> um, is that like so? You're just from that. That's what. Like, is that what everyone from Missouri sounds like? I've never been there. My only person that I know from there is Preston, and he doesn't have that kind of an accent. Yeah, I don't. Well, my family, I don't know. Is You kind of take, I don't know. I think we came a little bit from deeper in the woods, maybe, is what it was. The o- um, from the Ozark? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. It's. Um, I mean, I'm from Missouri, born and raised. My family's from here, so I don't know really where it came. I do have family from Louisiana, but not enough. I feel like it would change uh, the way I talk, Um, but not everybody sounds like it, but yeah. Yeah. Preston's like, you could tell, but it's a little more subtle. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I was like, yeah, he's from 
Where Preston's from, huh? All right. Funny, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. sure. ten minutes yeah. apart from each other, the accent is. is Carla's being much. real fucking judgy. Oh, he's I'm got he's got general all. store in his blood. Give him a break. No, he's got an accent. I don't know any accents except for you know like the Philly one and the Boston one. That's it. Everything else, you know, I don't know what happens. I don't know what happens everywhere else. In the oh, country. those you're are the two most trash accents in the country. Stop. Those are the accents I've dated. Those are the accents I've dated. So I understand them. <laughs> you can't tell me that Latinos can't decipher all twelve fucking accents in Miami. Stop it. First of all, there's <laughs> one accent in Miami and it's Cuban. Get your life together. Well, that's, that's highly assumed. You're making quite an assumption there, ma'am. You said Miami, not Florida. Get your life together. No. <sighs> now, now I've been like hooked on your videos because, like, I like just like the learning about like the culture, not the culture, but like your all a lot of your videos about like the meth heads and the tweakers down there and stuff. And like I, you know, yeah. but I don't like get to see like somebody who's who's actually seen it all the time. So yeah, man. It- Big, Met's kind of big out by where Tim is. Tim lives out more more east than I do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's definitely a culture. I mean, it's... That's it's yeah, I mean, in, in Missouri, there's three things to do. It's meth houses, churches, and casinos. And if you're as good as most women, you can hit all three in one night, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's... What was, um, what was the first video that you put out that really started getting play? Um, I made one, I had a Facebook, I'll kind of have to go back on this one. I had a Facebook page. I had, we had about 300,000 followers and Facebook deleted it. Um, and I had to start a whole new one, which is now it's the 2.0, but I had a video on there called, and you can still find it on YouTube. Um, but it was called a tweaker's backpack. And I basically I just shoved, <laughs> it shoved random shit we'll into put it, it. We'll put it on our page. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I uh, I was just pulling random stuff out of this backpack, like a keyboard, uh, garden shears. Yeah. Um, you referred to it as like Barney's magical bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was uh, like a 1996 keyboard, a machine, yeah. zip ties. I was like, <laughs> everything you need. It was not even a flat screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with a box on the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so that one took off. I think it got 12 million. And uh, from there, I just just kept going. You know, sometimes I hit, sometimes I miss. I just enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun to me. So yeah. Now, from that one video, you saw like a meteoric rise in your in your followers, and oh, definitely, definitely. I think that sparked the match to kind of set the rest of it off. Is yeah, that when you? I mean, that's what everyone's. That's what everyone's going for, and you got it. You know, it's. I mean, you were awesome. dabbling. You were doing comedy, but that's when you knew that you you know all right, I'm on to something, and. You know, I mean, what what's the scene like by you? Because we were talking before we went on air about you know who's doing what shows, and you said that they don't they just don't give a shit by you, right? Yeah, well, it's hard. Like Joplin, there's really not a scene. Um, there's a couple people who do comedy, but they're not doing much right now. Um, I either have to go to Springfield, Tulsa, or Kansas City uh, to do to do any kind of show. I do a show in Joplin about once every three months. Um, but I mean, they're a little more laid back on it. Um, it's, it's what they call the Bible belt. So they, I don't know, they, they don't believe in COVID really. So, um, there's not as many restrictions, but yeah, yeah. Now I read basically, you know, you, you're not, you're not a clean comic, but you don't really discuss religion, politics and stuff like that. Yeah. I, uh, I'm just one of those people. 
yeah, yeah. Just when you come to my page, I like you. You know, it doesn't matter who you are to be able to laugh and relax and kind of be that place people can go to, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wish I could say the same. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten myself in some trouble and uh, it was banned from a theater for, for, uh, for not even shit you said on its stage. It's <laughs> the best part. You weren't even on the stage there. I wasn't even on the stage. I tweeted something in the theaters like, oh, you're not allowed back here. That's ridiculous. And did you see that thing uh, Elon Musk tweeted, uh, legalized comedy? Yeah. Because it's like, dude, it's getting so out of hand. They're killing our industry because it's getting so touchy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Unbelievable. But, but, you know, you you probably have the right idea. And it's also whatever works for you, but you have the right idea. No religion, no politics. Yeah. I still get death threats from tweakers all the time, though. (laughs) (laughs) Talking about people with no teeth. Yeah. (laughs) Motherfucker stole my backpack. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I had one message me. He's like, I think that's really my bike. And I'm like, no, it's my nephew's bike. Chill out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I meant next week. It's my bike. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Now now it's my bike. Yeah. So when people come out to see you, do you like? Is it more of a draw from your videos, or is it people that have already seen you do comedy, or a combination of both? Or um, I think it's a lot of people who have seen my videos and they never seen my stand up. I get a lot of them who um, they think they're going to come and see the same thing I, I do in my videos, but my my stand up is completely different. I try to keep them separated. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a lot of the video watchers that come out and just want to yeah. see it kind of in real life. Yeah, exactly. And like I've noticed, you know, I just got turned on to you that not not like sexually. <laughs> <laughs> Preston just, you know, let me know about you. And I started really watching your stuff. So, yeah, you went viral from the from the I found a tweaker's backpack video. But your videos are consistently funny and yeah. they're short and they're funny and it's relatable. And and, uh, you know, that's what yeah. people are looking for. What was the one I was dying at today? It was you were talking about karaoke. And it was abs- <laughs> fucking hysterical. Uh, I'm, and I'm gonna, we're going to throw some of these on the site, man, because like, I was howling at work listening to this. <laughs> so That's good. actually a true story. I got thrown out of that bar, actually. Um, but, yeah, they were in there just messed out, no teeth, singing karaoke. And, you know, sometimes you just see something, at least I do, and I'm like, I got to make a video about this. This is, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, it was so fucking funny. You got kicked out of that bar? I did. I did. I got cornered by about four of them. Um, <laughs> and I, I don't really, I was, I was pretty, I was hammered basically is what I was. And I just told the dude to fuck off and they just kind of threw us all out. And yeah, that was that. So, and now that bar posts stuff about me because it's a bar in Joplin and they, they kind of post stuff hating on me. And I'm like, oh, my really? God. No shit. Oh, get out yeah. Of Oh, fuck them yeah, seriously <laughs> wait why yeah. because they threw you out um i i'm not really sure why i just i i guess i disrupted their uh their you're, uh, you're shitting on their tweaker clientele <laughs> yeah it? yeah their toothless poker run i call it with all their fucking mopeds <laughs> out front yeah <laughs> That's oh hilarious. man become and successful by that like, place and burn are there it. a lot of meth heads in suffolk county I, I, there's probably plenty of meth heads by you too. Stop it. I'm. I don't know. Actually, there aren't. I can tell in you. In which what, county? A lot. 
Uh, does Dub- the county on Long Island? On Long Island. Uh, Long Island's broken up in between Nassau County and Suffolk County. Nassau uh, okay. County close to the city. Suffolk is near London. Yeah, okay. that's true. We have the Hamptons, <laughs> all right? So go screw, Carla. <laughs> there are, I'm just asking because there's not a lot of, like, There is plenty of drug addicts in Nassau County. I'm sure there are, but in New York City, you don't really see crystal meth cases. So you're saying you're saying that meth is more of a a, a white um rural No, I'm asking problem. if there's actually meth heads and like meth labs in Suffolk County. Yeah, I'm sure there is. When I when I think of meth users, know. I think of white people though. But you don't know. No, I it's, don't know. I've never had a cavity like either. All the you know, time. No, I, I have no idea. All right. Just, then what, what are you flapping your yap about saying they're by me? Like I'm fucking New, listen, you know. In New I'm, York I'm, it's not a thing. I'm staking my land here. You're fucking throwing shots. I'm I'm asking a question. Take the fucking stick out of your ass. You have one fucking pixie laugh at you and now you think you're the shit. God. <laughs> the city I live in was uh, the meth capital of the world four consecutive years back to back to back to back. Oh, get the fuck out. That's of like here. that's like Tom Brady level uh Oh yeah, of tweaking. Yeah, honestly, yeah. When you beat out, we New got Mexico. it in the bag. <laughs> yeah, do you, do yeah. Because you... I think like I used to like watch like Dog the Bounty Hunter. I know everyone, like, everyone in Hawaii is on meth, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Hawaii's on meth. <laughs> Running around with paintball guns, busting tweakers. That show always made me nervous because <laughs> he couldn't have a real gun, and I'm like, if you shoot one of them with a paintball, they're just gonna get madder. Yeah, exactly. Oh my God. <laughs> I just never understood how his wife stayed upright. I always thought she was just going to tip over. If I I massive tips. Oh, massive. Huge. Yeah. Oh Not so goodness. much now, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. They had to bury her face down. Back muscles. <laughs> a lot of back squats, I think. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. So stayed upright. Yeah, there was definitely sciatica going on. Um mm. You know, I, I can't. I, I just picture that bar like a, like a bunch of toothless people jerking off to Breaking Bed. Well, it's it's weird because we got like a group of dudes around here who only put cowboy boots and cowboy hats on on the weekends to go to the bar. That's like their thing. Yeah, go there and then you mix the tweakers in with it, and then you got all the all the girls with like seven kids that go there, and it's just it's a bad mixture. And then you know, I need to be there. I need to be. Yeah. There. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really feeling this accent. This is about to go. This is about to be my number three accent. I really, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying well, it. Well, thank you. It's about to displace Boston for me. I think that's his is a great accent. Boston is Boston's the worst terrible, accent. terrible accent. What the heart wants? Oh, you fucking chew the alphabet and spit it out. It's awful. Ah. Um, <laughs> Oh, so you said uh, you were saying that um, you guys aren't. There's no like social distancing when you're doing comedy in in uh, when you go into other cities and stuff like that. Well, yeah, what well, they doing half capacity jo- or? Well, there there is um, the bar that I do comedy at in Joplin. They have a hundred person capacity, and we spread the tables out six feet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. I don't really want to throw anywhere that I do comedy under the table. So I kind of got myself in a bad spot here. Um, no, there, there is restrictions, you know, masks and and things like that. Um, but I just feel like it's not as, uh, they're not as cautious here as maybe out where you guys are, you know? Well, I mean, our our governor's a Nazi, so they're not allowing us to do shows at all. Generally. Um, yeah, we were, tr- doing- we were doing outdoor shows in the summertime. They shut those down. We can't do anything. Yeah. 
Yeah, you guys need to come out here. We'll do something. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And have you have you been up north at all up to New York doing comedy? Um, I never have. Um, yeah, I've never been up anywhere like that. I think the farthest I've went is probably uh, Little Rock, Tulsa. Um, I'm about to go to Nashville this uh, this May. I'll be in Nashville. So Nashville's a good comedy town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Danny's over there is a great club. Yeah, I've never been, so I'm pretty pumped about it. Is that where you're going to be in May? Um, yeah, May. We don't know the exact date, but sometime in May. Yeah, I have, I have a buddy who's a uh, Nashville comic. His name is Joby Said, one of the funniest guys around, and uh, he uh, he introduced me to a bunch of clubs over there, and it's, it's a great scene. Nice. But um, I uh, yeah, as soon as stuff opens up up here, I'll have Preston up. I'll have you up. I produce a couple of shows. Uh, me, Carl, and Tim, uh, like once a month, our podcast does like a live comedy show at one of the comedy clubs here. Mm-hmm. So okay. We have that going on. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll book uh, you and Preston up here. Preston and I started the uh, the BBM comedy tour. It's Big Beautiful Men comedy tour. <laughs> I'll fit right in. <laughs> there you go, exactly. <laughs> Audrey Gentleman, and you know, we 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 played a bunch of clubs at, at a clip, and uh, and uh, we were supposed to do some stuff, and then COVID shut it down. So when we open up, we'll have you and Preston back up here, or at least you and. Uh, have some fun but only yeah, if appreciate we, can, that. we only if we can go book a show at the tweaker bar with the karaoke i absolutely want to do that yeah we i'm coming down there. i want to do a show yeah <laughs> oh, i fucking want to do that so badly that would be so fun uh, yeah they're off the chain <laughs> Four yeah i'd love to come to uh come to new york i'm just uh i'll have to fly in there because i can't handle that traffic <laughs> yeah no absolutely yeah <laughs> Yeah. Driving in New York is a different sort of thing. <laughs> oh, I guarantee it. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do yeah, you drive all your? You drive usually when you're going to clubs. Do you fly out? Um, I usually drive. Um, you know, up Kansas City's only two hours from me. Tulsa's forty-five minutes. Little Rock's like four hours. Um, so it's pretty easy for me to get to a scene, but uh, you know, never had to, never had nothing far enough out to fly yet. So that's the goal. But now you're coming in New York. What's up? Now, being uh, from Missouri, are you excited about the Super Bowl? Are you a Chiefs fan? Um, I'm actually a Saints fan. I'm, right. a, I'm a huge Saints fan. Um, got Saints tattoos, all kinds of stuff. But uh, got a lot of family that's Chiefs fans, so I'm pretty excited for them because they spent a lot of years down and out, you know. So it's cool to see somebody new dominating. Yeah, and man. I don't like Tom Brady, so. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck, so I'm, I'm a Bills fan, so I was uh, this past yeah. week upset me, but uh, but I love watching Pat Mahomes, man. He's so much fun to watch. He's, I just, yeah, he's. I don't. It's like he's not even trying. He's just out there, just playing catch. I don't, you know. He's, he's good. Last weekend, he just was scoring at will. Yeah. Yeah. Carla yeah. wants to drop out right now. Yeah, to somebody. <laughs> Somebody's asking in the comments, does your shirt say Hitler? So I was trying to figure I it said out. Hitter. No, it's, it says Hitter. It's a Theo Vaughn shirt. I don't know if you guys know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Shirtless dad yeah. says Hitter. It does not get, say Hitler. Yeah. yeah, get that Hitter, not Hitler. So, yeah. <laughs> My shirt yeah. says Hitler. Yeah, I was just going to say. My shirt would say Hitler, okay? Different, mm. different comic, different style. Yeah. He's from Missouri, it says Hitler. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, I like the way he lit off with, I'm not really a political comment. <laughs> he's <fucking Hitler. laughs> but he's wearing a Hitler shirt, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
I was into politics from like the late thirties to early forties. But uh... yeah, then they shut her down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we did not have a Hitler shirt on. That's uh... that's Mike's shirt. Only Mike wears that shirt on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. When so I was. Well, I just want to tell you guys, I was on another podcast where uh, they talk about uh, ghosts. There's a segment where you talk about ghosts and if you've ever had any kind of experience with paranormal activity. And as I was telling my ghost story, um, my I guess my camera kept like focusing in and out. And somebody in the comments was saying that that means that there's probably trying to focus on a ghost behind me and it's doing it now. If you see that, just let me know if there's a ghost over my shoulder or what it looks like. Yeah, just to... put its dick on your shoulder. I saw it. Fill me in. Now I'm terrified to ever sleep over your house again. <laughs> I was just going to say. <laughs> Any ghost experiences? What kind of fucking question is that? <laughs> it's on the, the Thing Is podcast on Gas Digital. You have to... Uh, the first time guest, you have to come. You have to show up with a bad date or bad sexual experience story. It's genius. You really mm. get talking. A fight story and a ghost story or paranormal activity. I had a bad sexual experience fighting a ghost. Well, there you go. You there boom. You, go. you knock it all out in one shot. <laughs> I didn't have a good fight. Story. It's like a whole. It's a fucking ghost. It's a Dan Aykroyd scene in Ghostbusters. Um, I didn't have <laughs> yeah, a good right? fight story. I only had. I have good almost fight stories, but. You know, it worked. It worked. Yeah. The, 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 it works. It was fun. And I'm just letting you know there's a ghost behind me. I'm just letting you guys know. That's all. <laughs> that's fair. Have you ever had anybody try to attack you on stage or said anything that's enraged somebody enough to try to approach the stage? No, I had a guy a couple of weeks ago to try to come up there and put a sombrero on my head. <laughs> Did that work out and, uh, yeah, I was, he just—I was like, "You got to get down, get off." But I've never had anybody attack me on stage. Thank God, because I yeah, had—I've uh, never—I one time had somebody charge the stage at me. My buddy George Gallo, though, I've done probably twelve different shows with him where people have charged the stage because he just fucking pisses people off in the audience. He had a whole family come at him once because he was making fun of their mother, <laughs> <laughs> and. uh He's making fun of the mother, so she charges the stage, and then the son charges the stage and knocks the microphone out of his hand, and then we all got into a fight, and we had to kick the whole family out of the show. Mm. Um, and Evan Weiss one time had somebody chase him around. Uh, my buddy Evan, he uh, had somebody chase him around a, a bar where we were doing a show with a knife. Well, who hasn't wanted to chase Evan Weiss with a knife? Yeah. Who was it, too? Wasn't it somebody we know? No, it was, it was like <coughs> some Mexican guy in the audience. Why do have, Why does he have to be Mexican, Mike? Racist? Because he had a because he had a knife. I just assumed. Wow. <laughs> no, because he was a Mexican person. I, the guy he was, was a Mexican person. Did he have his passport out? No, but he had like a wider face than than he had. Oh it wasn't. God. It was wider than it is now. Are you Mexican? Excuse me. I'm not brown. <laughs> Racist. Racist. He had a Mexican face. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> this is why the ghost that lives in my house hates you <laughs> is that why you wake up on the couch all sweaty mike <laughs> pretty much yeah. uh, no no that's actually not why well tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so nobody's yeah. ever tried to attack well i mean because 
you said your stuff's not really political, but people will get triggered by anything nowadays. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's it's mainly when I when I talk about somebody having no teeth, that's what really seems to spark them. And it's more <laughs> towards the meth heads, not people that just don't brush their fucking teeth. You know, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So they'll yeah. come at me about that, and it's like, I'm sorry, you know. You can't eat steak. But. Sorry, he started running his tongue again, along his gums, realizing, hey, I have no teeth. Fuck this guy. Uh, yeah. My apologies. Taffy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a llama eating an apple. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Surprised nobody's ever come after you on stage. Me? You're super angry, yeah. Um... No, I've had people approach me after shows, but never, nobody's ever come to the stage. You know, like, uh, fucking, I'm like Obi-Wan. Once I get the fucking high ground, good luck. <laughs> yeah, the the one guy that approached me, I was making fun of my Irish family, and he got upset because I was making fun of Irish people. I'm like, I'm fucking Irish. How are you fucking, I'm self-deprecating. <laughs> and the guy was drunk because he was fucking Irish, so. <laughs> beating his wife with his 12 kids. Yeah. Christ. I get hugged a lot by uh, other women. It's kind of hot. Anybody come after me. I did have one drunk guy at a Mike Dillon show. The only Mike Dillon show I ever did where there was, there was a domestic disturbance right in front of me. Cause this couple like went at it. They had like 18 Budweiser's between them at the table. <laughs> they started fighting and the guy went from calling me a lesbian to screaming for me to show my tits. That's, that was the highlight of it. He's and like, that was Mike Dillon. Dillon. Huh? And it was Mike Dillon. Mike Dillon. Mike Dillon. <laughs> Do you have, now that you're gaining. After, uh, no, no, go ahead, Mike. What were you going to say? I was going to say, after you showed him your tits, what did he say? He said I should be a lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Tim? Sorry. Now, I, I was going to say, uh, no, you know, now that you've gained like a, a, a pretty big following, do you notice, are there any like people that just kind of. Uh, rub you the wrong way or just awkward or people just want to be all about it. You have that one person that's always like, you know, in your DMS. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of people who try to be like close friends. Like they message me every day and stuff like that. And it's now I get a lot of messages. I can't read them all, but I try to. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a little bit of that, but uh, there's a lot of people that get rubbed the wrong way. I mean, I went tweaker hunting one time and just drove around town showing them. And uh, I've never been caught. There's some cuss words on there I'd never even heard before. (laughs) They got bent out of shape about that. Yeah. (laughs) It's hilarious. Tweaker hunting. I honestly would love to see that fucking series. But you said you were shelling them? What does that mean? Well, I was just like driving around town just like recording them, you know, like running down the street or like riding bicycles and stuff. (laughs) <laughs> or digging through the trash or, you know. <laughs> Doing yeah. tweaker things. In their natural yeah. habitat. It makes, yeah. it, sound, it makes it sound like you kind of have like a raccoon infestation when you talk about it like that. You're like, I'm just looking at them digging through the trash and running around. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like I was sitting at the gas station last night and uh, this guy was parked at the gas pump and some tweaker come up and tried to break in his car. Well, he punched the tweaker in his face. The tweaker got up, walked in the gas station, came back out, and then came up to my passenger side door and tried to open it. And luckily, it was locked, and I got out, and I was like, hey, what are you doing? And he just took off running. So it's it's scandalous out here, man. Thank God. Unreal. 
You should. It's like dealing with a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, it's terrible. So it's terrible. You should absolutely dress up like Steve Irwin and just fucking have uh, somebody (laughs) filming you, following you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, (laughs) that's a big one. He's got two teeth. Crikey, that's a four toother. Dude, if you've never seen a grown man riding a little girl's huffy bike that's like Barbie princess version and his knees are hitting the handlebars, you know, you just haven't lived. Exactly. What's the connection between tweakers and bicycles? Uh, It's just getting places. You got to go, 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 you know, and that's the best way. They probably don't have, have lost their licenses many times over. Yeah. Yeah, walking is not going to expel the amount of energy you have when you're tweaked out on meth. Yeah. <laughs> and they've got, dude, they've got headlights on them, wagons. I seen one dude with a side cart. had another guy in it. <laughs> and I seen one that was one of those bicycles that has multiple seats. Uh, I'm not sure what you call it. But they had the whole crack house on that thing. They was just rolling, man. Tandem bicycle, yeah? Yes, yeah. Some circus-looking stuff. <laughs> You look at the guy in the sidecar, you're like, wow, that guy's a loser. Yeah, he's just, he's that snatch and grab dude, you know? The one yeah. drives, the other one snatches. <laughs> the one that drives, like, kind of has his shit together, but the guy in the sidecar. Yeah. Yeah. That's how you know you're up there on the tweaker social hierarchy, is you have pegs in the front and the back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. I feel like if I go now, if I go to Missouri, I'm going to get like robbed by tweakers because I'm going to be distracted by the accent because it doesn't sound aggressive. It doesn't sound like somebody that's going to rob me. So they're going <laughs> to throw a couple of y'alls at me and I'm going to be like, oh, you, so yeah, you're going to get robbed. Like, that's okay. He sounded delightful. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. be fair, I would be more proud of tweakers being a Missourian export than Nelly. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's almost like yeah, he was he was just so pleasant. I gave him my wallet, and <laughs> he asked me for my money. I gave it to him. What was I gonna do? <laughs> it was so nice, honestly. And I can't believe that people would try. I mean, I know you bust balls, but like people don't understand that you're just busting balls because you seem such a, like a, a a nice, mild mannered guy. Now I know you're a big dude. You, you know, you probably house four fucking tweakers, but um. <laughs> You, you seem to be able to, like, you know, disarm people with this calmness that you have. Um, so, like, people still don't understand that you're just fucking around? Yeah, they don't. It's, uh, it's kind of like what I said earlier. It's just the world we live in nowadays. Everybody, people can't just scroll on. Yeah. You know, they have to report you. They have to have an opinion. If their opinion doesn't matter, then they get even more butt hurt. Um, and, you know, it's not even, it's, it's not even really joking. It's just trying to get it out there because there's so much of it going on around here that, um, you know, it just, it's kind of a way to get it out there to the rest of the world and say, Hey, check this out. You know, maybe we should put a stop to this instead of arresting people for weed and stuff like that. Right. Um, you're right. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting that you say that because not, not last weekend, the weekend before when I was at stress factory, um, Rosebud Baker, who you guys might know her from Rose Battles, uh, very funny. And she was six words into a joke about the opioid um, crisis in the United, in the States, right? In the country, six words into it, two women walk out. Uh, I was outside smoking a cigarette. They walk out and uh, one of them is already crying. She's already crying. The joke is not even, we haven't even gotten really to the premise. The only thing that was said was the opioid problem. That's as far as they got. <laughs> 
And she went, she's like, I just don't want to hear it. I just can't hear it. If someone's talking about, about opioids, I've been clean for, I've been sober for three years and I lost my butt. She just went on this, like this whole rant about how she can't hear a joke and she won't hear it and she won't stand for it. She didn't hear, she had no idea what the joke was about, except she heard the word opioid and that's it. She was out. I said she was done. So this is, you know, this is it. This is what happens. It's, it's just ridiculous. Honestly, you know, we, we have to get to a, a certain point where people just have to, if they don't like something, just fucking move beyond it. Keep it going until you find whatever sparks joy in your life. But fucking harping yeah. on other people, it's just stop. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a comedian out there somewhere that talks about how cool meth is. I mean, go find them. <laughs> <you know. laughs> but the shirtless dad said, uh, my nephew's a deacon at the First United Church of the Crystal Methodists. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there a rap group called rap group called Crystal Method? Yeah. Yeah, I don't it was, was right? a rap group, but it, it, they they weren't they weren't rap. They were like um, like a techno thing. Was yeah. it? Yeah. I'm having trouble remembering. I don't know when that was. I, I it was the nineties. Nineties. It was the nineties, early two thousands. Uh, yeah. All right. We're, all right. we're old. How old are you, by the way? I didn't even. Uh, twenty seven. God oh, damn, shit. young oh, yeah. buck, and <laughs> fucking <laughs> killing it. He's God young, fucking bless. Jesus. God, I'm way in right now. The accent. <laughs> Young. <laughs> All right, easy call up. <laughs> Save yeah, some for Mike. Jesus. You're getting too old for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Cameron? You can have her. You can take her. Yeah. He's like, no, please don't do this. Don't. <laughs> please no. I, I got I got a question. So we we're talking about shows and things people do afterwards. Have you any of you ever signed a set of tits? I did. Do my own count? No. Yeah, do my own count? <laughs> <laughs> I've signed Tim's It's true. Oh, okay. I don't know. I've did, signed a uh, few, but they're never Hooters girls, you know. They're always yeah. orangutan yeah, titties or something. <laughs> must have been they're not like the tits you'd want to sign, they're the tits you have to sign. <laughs> yeah, all titties. It was uh, it was three single women all in their 60s one time. I was at the Brigada in Atlantic City. And uh, they all asked us to sign their tits, me and uh, my buddy Chris. And um, they were still nice tits, though, because they were like they were like divorced from doctors and they were all fake. Oh, OK. Yeah. Oh, so I'm smooth. Out. No one's ever asked me to sign their tits. Sorry, you Mike. can sign mine. I was going to say. It's not the same. It's the same. Don't give me a pity tit signing. See, it would have been <laughs> a lot more awkward for Mike to take his shirt off and have M. Keegs all over his tits <laughs> practicing. Keegs. Michael Keegan. Mike Keegan. So I'll, we'll let you in on this. Uh, one, one time I was in Mike's car and like I stumbled across Mike's notebook, a notebook where I thought it was like his jokes. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look through his like shitty jokes that he doesn't use. And I'm gonna <laughs> Right. But it was so much better than that. It was so much better than that because it was Mike practicing his fucking autograph. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. Keegan, Michael Keegan, M scribble big K. <laughs> you got to get it perfect, man, because people yeah. try to rip it off. You got to get That's that right. whip on it. <laughs> I got to make it my own. You're exactly right. Get um, that whip on it. <laughs> but it I do like, the same thing. Like, it was like 20 pages of me signing my own autographs. <laughs> 
And I'm just going through it. I'm like, oh, this is wonderful. <laughs> yeah. I was out pumping gas. I get back in the car. I'm like, what? What? What's going on? I'm like, this is the best thing ever. I should have taken pictures of it. Why I didn't take pictures of it with my phone? It would be you, should, you should have saved the story, not said anything to him, took pictures, and then told the story on the show. I did tell the story on the show. <laughs> yeah, but right in front of him for the first time. The reaction would have been the greatest. That's true. Hindsight, huh? Well, shit. <laughs> he still turns pink. Look at him. He's turning pink. He's turning pink now. He's like, oh, why? That is fair. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Is, yeah. Have you? Mine's not. Go ahead. No, no, I'm sorry. Have you had to do? I mean, I know you're doing. You know, the comedy's open around you, but have you done? Like, we have to do. Some of us have doing Zoom shows and shit, which is. The most awkward thing ever, um, but necessary. Uh, have you done anything like that? Because then you could do it, you know, with comics from different cities and stuff like that. Um, I never have. I've always been interested in doing it just to see, you know, how it would turn out. Uh, the other night, I think, was the first time that I ever prepared myself to do stand-up comedy in my living room. Um, but, yeah, I've never, never really done it other than, you know, other than that other night, so... Yeah, yeah. Because like, I guess because there's not really the necessity down there since some of the clubs are open. Like up here, there's nothing, and uh, you know people got to make a buck. So I guess we're doing these awkward Zoom shows. Like the first one I did, like you said, I'm I'm doing it to nobody in my basement and having ten people watch, and they're all on mute, and half of them, half of them are uh, like, it was it was for these doctors. It was like their lunch break, but half of them are like still looking down doing their work. Nobody's fucking paying attention, you know. <laughs> You I was doing one Zoom show where I saw somebody in the audience literally smoking crack. Ooh. And, and yeah, they were hitting a crack pipe. Free basin. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I pointed it out, and they're like, yep. Like, no, just casually, like they were smoking a cigarette. <laughs> Tim and I did our first Zoom show last night. Yeah. So I was, the first one I was going to do, or I thought I was going to do, was also going to be the same one, the the comedy a thon and then it ended up just being like a a, a talk show for uh, yeah. uh and uh so we did our first that was was that your first zoom show tim or just me i think i did one other i did another one before that okay so it was my first zoom show yeah. and it was as i mean it went as terribly wrong as it could have gone and it was awkward as humanly possible it was just hilariously bad it was <laughs> run really well uh, i like the way that it was set up <laughs> What was that? Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, you did all right. Like, you know, you can't help the, you know, Carla's uh, daughter was popping up in the background. You know, she's she's five. Like, really popping yeah. up. Like, she was, like, here. Yeah. So, <laughs> right in the middle of a set, it's a little hard. But the dude from the Pixies laughed at you. So, that's something. <laughs> there you go. Um, I guess. <laughs> it's just so hard to do do comedy in front of other comics. Like you ever been in an open mic where it's nothing but comics? Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's a lot tougher. Yeah, it yeah. is. It really is cuz you cuz you, you can't you can't get your timing down cuz nobody's really laughing. Everybody's thinking about what what they're going to do during their set. And um, you know, it, it, I think Carly doesn't think that open mics are really beneficial cuz literally you are just talking to people who really don't care and they're not really paying attention. But I think it's good for me to to get out the material that I've been writing and figure what I can cut out of it and what I have to keep 
but um yeah it's but they are pretty brutal these open mics <laughs> yeah i like to just take new stuff to open mics and just bomb mm-hmm. you know just see how they work you know yeah I, way to do it yeah that's although i don't know an open mic full of comedians or a, a mixed open mic I've had some terrible mixed open. I had to follow a guy who did a soulful rendition of the SpongeBob SquarePants song, um, <laughs> and he murdered. He murdered. And I was yeah, like, really? I was like, how am I fucking doing this? How do you follow that? Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, it's that's, not that's the worst. Like having to follow like stuff like, like I had to follow a magician one time. That always sucks. Because mm, they put like the corner. <laughs> yeah, they put the audience like a different frame of mind, and it sucks. Pull a rabbit out of your butt and keep it moving. So, how far do you have to go when you when you're doing these? When you go do like, let's say, an open mic, or let's say you're you're doing a weekend, like, what's the travel time for you? Um, usually it's it's probably no more than two and a half, three hours. Uh, we have open mics here in Joplin, but they're not doing it because of COVID. Right. Um, but I haven't, I haven't done an open mic in probably a year and a half. Yeah. I just kind of, the last open mic I did, um, I almost got in a fight with a guy in the audience because he was talking during other comic sets. Um, and after that, I, I just, I haven't been back to one and then COVID hit. So, um, right. but yeah, it's about two, two and a half hours. Cause you're talking Kansas city, Springfield, uh, you know, Tulsa, things like that. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm I'm sure it's probably like a mix, but I know like you know based on your videos that you kind of rant. Now, do you just go on stage and do you just kind of stream of consciousness do it, or do you have a set list that you work on? Um, I've got I've got a set list. I'm I'm a big storyteller. I like to uh, split my sets into to kind of certain subjects. So like I'll talk about kids nowadays, old people. Um, you know, got a, got a couple dick jokes in there. And sometimes I'll kind of get off the beaten path. And if I get in that groove, I can kind of freestyle it a little bit. Um, but I do have kind of a set set deal. And I, I got them each time down to where it'll give me that hour. Yeah, yeah, nice. Very cool. And how long you, how long you been doing comedy now? Um, it'll be four years in August. That's great, man. Wow. Awesome. Wow. I feel like you you've been anything? great at crowd work too because you just seem like a very off-the-cuff guy like those yeah videos, yeah i've those done it a telltale <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did a question and answer uh one time at a comedy club because the the manager got mad because i didn't bring an opener and he's like well i need you to be up there for an hour and a half for me to be able to make my money and so i, I couldn't pull an hour and a half off so i'm just doing questions and answers you know <laughs> this guy's like what do i look like i'm like a fucking prisoner i don't know and i just <laughs> I just sat there and messed with the crowd, but yeah, I've, I've tried it a few times. It's just, it's hard for me because you can get so far out there that you just completely lose track of, of where you're at, you know, with your material. So it, yeah, yeah, exactly. And it definitely is a different. Art. Now you're, you're a drinker. Do you drink on stage? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm a beer drinker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get up on stage without having a drink. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. I can't go up there and drink, uh, you know, Daisy or what Daisy and water or whatever. I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's just something yeah, natural like about having a bottle in your hand while you're just yeah. bullshitting. Yeah. 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 
It word. also makes. Oh, go ahead, Mike. There's a word for you know, kind of like using it as a, not a prop, but a crutch. You know, like Ron White always has a glass of bourbon in his hand. You know, like you can take a <laughs> sip and let him laugh. Yeah. 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 That's the but, that's the call. Take a sip and let him laugh for sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but Carly, yeah, right def- I'm just waiting for you to take a sip so I can laugh. <laughs> you didn't sip yet, guys. You're early. Go ahead, Tim. Well played. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't. I don't run on your time. <laughs> ah! Ah! God damn you! Uh, get some shows coming up, uh, Cameron. Um, yeah, I've got a, a little pizza place here in Joplin that I'm doing uh, February 19th. And then in April, I'll be in, let's see here, I'll be in Republic, Missouri. Then I'll be in Roger, Rogers, Arkansas. So I'll be in Republic the 20th. Or hang on, I'm going to have to look at my schedule. That's terrible. But I'll be yeah. in Rogers and uh, Republic and then... After that, we're going to go to St. Roberts and then back to Springfield, Missouri. And I'm working on Kansas City and uh, and uh, Nashville right now. So, Very cool. I don't know how yeah. many local people watch our show, but we'll definitely push your dates. And, uh, if any, and if any people from New York happen to be in the area, they'll come out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. And when you start booking some stuff in Nashville, I'll get in touch with my buddy. He's... Uh, yeah, he's pretty well known in the Nashville area. He probably has some spots for you. Let's all go. Okay, out. yeah. I'm dying to go out. Sweet. We should all go to Nashville. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I would, would I would love to go there. Yeah. Yeah, because be I heard it's popping off there like every every week. So. Yeah, Nashville and Austin. Everybody kind of just like made this mat like after COVID. Everybody kind of made a mass exodus from yeah. L.A. and New York, and they kind of all just relocated in Nashville and Austin for some reason. The old God Joe Rogan moved out there, so they all had to. Yeah, you follow, you follow the uh, yeah. follow the money trail there. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of people in in Nashville too. Yeah, there is. Oh yeah, yeah there is. Yep, in Nashville, yeah, they have great clubs. Zanies in Nashville is one of the best clubs in the country. It's... What's in Austin? Which one? Cap City closed. Yeah, because of COVID, I think. Really? Huh. Which one did the truck run through in Nashville? Then the truck, like, oh, that was it. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, I think it crashed through Nate Bargatze's face. (laughs) Did it really? Yeah, they they put like a a mural of him on the side, and that's like what got hit, which is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it just it only been up for like a very short period of time. Yeah, that is pretty funny. God damn it! (laughs) Oh, fuck's Um, sake. What were you gonna say, Mike? And then, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say, I just wanted to plug your uh, plug your social media also. So, um, so it's the Copenhagen Bandit two point on Facebook. Uh, your Instagram. What's your Instagram? Um, I think it's just Copenhagen. I think it's Copenhagen Bandit all lowercase yeah. on Instagram. Now, do you still chew tobacco? Uh, yeah, I do. Unfortunately, like a can and a half a day, but it's not Copenhagen. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Ooh. All right, Grizzly Yeah, I don't even like Copenhagen. <laughs> it never was good. A... It never was good, Copenhagen. So it was disgusting. It just yeah. it feels like you should if you're not roping cattle, you shouldn't be chewing it, you know. <laughs> I, 
I like to smoke cigarettes. Like I'm always trying to quit. I'm always in the process of quitting. And, you know, I, uh, I'm like a weekend smoker at this point, but like this, like the smell, as soon as somebody opens a can of chewing tobacco, the smell is so incredibly horrible. <laughs> I don't under, like, um, is there, I, I love it. I miss it. Smell? I still have dreams of, about doing it. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, dream I'll phantom every once in a while. Just <laughs> yep, exactly. I I miss it so much. I used to love it. Yeah, you, you get the you get that smell enough, you'll grow chest hair. So. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> oh man, I went to high school with chicks that did it. Did a lot. Do women do it down there? Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen them take bigger chews than me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I knew a couple of people in uh, girls in high school. Is that sexy? I'm just curious, gentlemen. It is, man. It turned me on. Yeah, some of the girls I hung out with, they used to do some of mine sometimes. I'd be like, oh, that's kind of hot. I mean, if I'm drinking a few beers and I'm like, baby, give me a chew, I mean, hell yeah, I'm down with it, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're, not, we're not sharing a spit bottle, but, you know, we'll both get down on it. <laughs> I remember one time I was at a party in high school, and I had red man in my cheek. I had skull in my lip. I was smoking an unfiltered cigarette. And drinking Ooh. vodka at the same time. It was the greatest moment of my life. Yeah. That's why you're four foot Everyone's two. Everyone's like, you're going to die right now. <laughs> yeah. So you clearly stunted your growth. <laughs> you were on course to be Yao Ming. Now all of a sudden. <laughs> fucking real. Are you a Red Man fan? Do you like the Red Man? Um, it's all right. I just, I don't know. that trying to chew that leafy stuff it's just it's kind of weird to get stuck in your teeth and yes. you know i'll yes. be gagging on a strain and i'm like man what's happening yeah, exactly i think i'm gonna go back to doing it <laughs> yeah one podcast with uh mike and i've got him yeah, i'm a bad like influence I know. <laughs> you're I... like the fucking chulies gum representative nice job yeah <laughs> He's like, as soon as we're done with this, he's going to go down to the store and get a can of chew. Exactly. That's over. I remember when I was playing baseball in high school, every time we finished a can, we would glue it onto the wall in the locker room, and by the end of the season, our whole wall was just cans of skull. <laughs> I haven't had a craving for it in, like, years now, and now I, now I want to do it. I'm, I'm going back, Carla. <laughs> going back. You got to have something, especially in these times, man. You got to get that stress reliever. Exactly. <laughs> you're going to be having sex with Carla, and she's still going to be like, but you don't sound like him. You could chew all the tobacco in the world, but you don't sound. <laughs> I need more y'all. Say y'all. You can I need chew more it. more y'all. <laughs> you're not as young as him. <laughs> Can't really grow facial hair. <laughs> Yeah. It would take me like seven years to grow the beard that you and Tim have. <clears throat> yeah, this is about probably two months here. That's getting out of hand. You're like a man, Jesus. Yeah. I, like I haven't. You look a real man. Like, what's that like? I, I haven't know. had a neckline since '96, so <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just <laughs> it stays the way. How old were you, Tim, when you started sprouting the old facial? Uh, I was probably like 16, 17. Okay, nice. yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping mine will be like 38 or 39. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. Facial hair by then? Yeah. So I'm, I'm waiting for it. I'm ready. 
Maybe you shouldn't have fucking smoked a pack of cigarettes with fucking Red Man and fucking Skull in Unfiltered your mouth. Unfiltered cigarettes and Red Man and Skull. Well, the just fucking Marvel Man circus seals your ass. <laughs> yeah, just get your razor and just start shaving nothing, and it'll start yeah. sprouting. <laughs> where, where were you 15 years ago when everyone was making fun of my my baby face? <laughs> just start shaving the rest of it, see what happens. <laughs> where yeah. was that advice? Now, Carla likes my smooth. Uh... Does she? Yes. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Uh, all right. That's we got. Uh, any yeah. other questions before we uh, wrap it up? Because we're at ten thirty. Oh, we are at ten thirty. Any any questions from you, Cameron? Any? Uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, well, want to interview us? I don't. <laughs> Like no, you people are awful. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'd, I'd love to learn more about your guys' uh, stand-ups. How long has uh, each one of you guys been doing it? Because um, I know you two were together. So did you guys meet like in the comedy world? Um, we meet doing comedy. I've been doing it about. I've been doing it nine years now. Uh, Carl has been around comedy forever. She was a waitress in a comedy club. She's been around comedy for a long time, and then. Uh, she came on to the Long Island comedy scene, and uh, I uh, was producing shows, and I'm like, oh, this chick's kind of cute. Let me uh, put her on a show. And uh, she came to the show as a fundraiser, and she did great. And I'm like, wow, she's cute and funny, and, uh, you know, kind of, I kind of started trying to date her for a year and a half until she would give in. You, you, you get made my man wait a year and a half? Yup. Nope. <laughs> no, I was like, I was just coming out of a relationship with another comedian that was married for a long time. And uh, I was kind of in the process of swearing off of men and comedians. Yeah. So, you know, I really don't even understand why Mike stuck around so long because he was like, so you never want to date anyone again? And I was like, that's correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I've also been doing comedy four years. Okay. I, uh... It was a good year when we started. It's <laughs> fair. I the first time I did comedy was '99, and I dabbled for probably. A good, I mean, I I got back. Mike pulled me back like what three years ago, four years ago. Yeah, first time. Tim and I were doing a show at a uh, Jewish temple. That's mm. where I met Tim. Yeah, do a show at a Jewish temple. They <laughs> yeah, love Mike. Me not so much. <laughs> Tim, Tim opens up with a joke about semen. <laughs> I did. I, I did. I opened up with a cum joke. Listen, the, the the crowd was the cast from Cocoon, and um, so you have to make a decision at that point of, you know, you're not going to get any laughs except there's four comics in the back of the room, and if you can make them fucking howl, then it was well worth the night because you're still getting paid. And he did, and then Tim and I, you know, became friendly after that, and yep. Tim. Said, you know, basically, I don't, I'm not going to really dabble anymore. Let's go for it. So yeah. the three of us have kind of been doing our thing. We got started the podcast. We produced shows together. And yeah. uh, a lot of us Because we were supposed to do a podcast with someone else. We talked about it. But once I, I uh, realized that you two were together... I was like, oh, why aren't we doing that? Because I, I loved Mike. Like we, After that show that we did, we hung out at the bar. We had a lot of laughs. Um, yeah. And then once I found out you two together, I'm like, this is, that's insane. Why are we not doing that? And the whole show was based on these two don't really agree on anything. 
not a thing. They That's what argue. I was telling you. Usually it's a kind of a political show. Carl is very, very liberal to the left. I'm conservative. Okay. Um, Tim leans a little to the left. But um, he's actually a voice. Uh, he's yeah. just a voice of reason, basically. I try to be, but it doesn't always work out that way. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, and the, the show, we, we are trying to like steer away from all politics because everybody's politicked out at this point. Like we're all burnt out. Um, yeah. So we want to move beyond that and talk about just fucking topic of the week shit and uh, and riff. It's all about hanging out with your friends and and you know that as well as anybody because you know you seem like the type of dude that's uh, you know when you're recording your stuff that's just stuff you'd be fucking saying if your friends were around and they probably are when you're doing it right. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sometimes they are. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that was the environment that we wanted to foster. It's like you know it's just a hang. Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it all came to like, We're trying to be a kinder, gentler, I've been practicing, kinder, gentler domestic disturbance. Because usually Mike and I like, go at it to the point that people are like. <laughs> yeah, like people, people like, will sign off and people are like, oh, they're not going to be okay. <laughs> no, they're not going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> We'll sign uh, off and I'll be like, oh, they're not going to be okay. <laughs> usually, usually it's people messaging Mike, are you okay? Does she hit you? So twice, Tim, Mike. Tim just calls tomorrow. He's like, so uh, anybody in jail or are you guys good? <laughs> Honestly, I wait to hear. I, I'll watch Facebook or Twitter to, to see if any one of them have, like, you know, put something out there. Then I know it's good. <laughs> I won't talk or say anything for probably a day or two just to let the fucking air settle. And then I'll be like, all right, so what are we doing this week? <laughs> <laughs> no. You know? I mean, we took last week off, and the week before that, the week before they got pretty heated. And I think that's when we all realized, you know what, we are fucking politicked out. We but really that's are. Him getting, that was actually you two getting heated. Yeah, we got heated with each other. It did. It, Tim, it, it, Tim and I got heated with each other, which never really, very rarely happens. Never really happens. Never but the really week happens. before that, it was me and Carla. Mike is like, usually getting picked on, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So. And uh, also, I was going to ask if I share this again, because I've been sharing it, but uh, they can go back and just click and watch the same episode, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Good. And it'll, be, uh, it'll also be on uh, iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud within a week. So Nice. So nice. they can just listen to it if they want. Um, yeah, yeah. And we'll, we'll, we'll post some of your videos on our page also. Um, oh, for yeah, sure. I appreciate it. For sure. Yeah, because you guys got to check them out. The, the videos are hilarious. And uh, yeah, and we'll have you on. Yeah, man. Definitely. Open door anytime you want to hang. Just reach out. Something yeah, I will. Talk definitely. About. This was fun. Yeah, if you got some shit you want to get off your chest, just give us a call and we'll have you on on a Tuesday evening. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can't even believe it's been uh, almost over an hour already. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. I appreciate you guys. Oh, Absolutely, definitely. Thanks for joining us. And yeah, follow Copenhagen Bandit 2.0 on Facebook, all his social media. Check out his videos on YouTube. And um, and yeah, we'll definitely, once this is over, we'll get you back up to New York and uh, do some shows, some live stuff. Mike, you got. Yeah, I'd love uh, to. I'm sorry. Mike, you got uh, a couple things coming up this week, right? Yeah, tomorrow night I'll be at Molto Vino and Molto Pizza in. Um, Babylon. That might be sold out, but uh, Thursday night I'll be at the Bellport Brewery in Bellport, Long Island. Uh, Saturday night I am doing a Zoom fundraiser for the Port Jefferson High School Prom. It's pjhighschoolprom.com. It's always the kids. 
you gotta take it, gotta do it for the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, man, check that out. So, well, do you think people are gonna ma- match their mask to their prom dress? I think so. I think oh, they're gonna go all out. It's all coming off at the end of the night, so it don't matter. <laughs> That's true. Oh, you gotta take that mask, mask off, on. baby. You gotta leave the mask on. You get herpes, but you don't want to get COVID. Leave the mask on. Leave the mask you're on. wearing a mask, but you're not wearing panties. What the? It'll be the first prom since Carrie's, where there's multiple deaths. Good luck. <laughs> uh, Carlo, you got anything coming up? I have nothing going on. No. Nothing. No. Nah. Uh, something, but I'll think of it. And you know, I have we have uh, Tim and I have another movie podcast on Friday, so I'll remember by Friday. Oh yeah, this Friday, <laughs> uh, films on tap on Gov's Radio. Uh, we are talking about our favorite, um, very special episodes of seventies, eighties, and nineties sitcoms. So, like you know, we're gonna be talking about Dudley getting touched by the bike shop owner. Um, That's always the first go to. I mean, come on, really? That's- my first. Go to is Saved by the Bell caffeine pill. Sure, the the Jesse Spano uh, hooked on caffeine pills. Uh, Edith Dudley Bunker diddled is always number one. Edith Bunker's fiftieth birthday, where she's getting accosted and and raped. Um, we'll, we'll be discussing all the greatest hits. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> It really was. Eddie getting pulled over by the cops and then Carl, you know, confronting yeah. them. Uh, very special episode this Friday, 9 p.m. Govs Radio Films on That tap. episode where Screech gets uh, Sage 4 lymphoma. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hearing from him no more. Oof. <laughs> That's a rough one. That's the last stage. <laughs> that, is the last, that is the last stage. <laughs> you want to be on the last stage of a marathon, not cancer. Yeah. <laughs> a rumor that he died in jail, or was that like something that I just created in my head? That is something yeah, you a- created in your head. Was it really? <laughs> yeah. Because when I when I heard that he had like cancer, I was like, "Isn't he dead already?" I thought he got stabbed in jail or something. We had this <laughs> argument. You said he was dead. I yeah, we did. We had this argument uh, like two months ago. Mike was there. He's the one who brought it up. Yeah. What? Yeah. Either way. Uh, This Friday. (laughs) Thank you again for joining us. Again, the door is always open. Um, We'll definitely post uh, a lot of the uh, the videos and uh, and definitely go over it and check out the page because there's some some really fucking funny shit on there. I told you today, watching the the karaoke one, I was howling at work. So... Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate all of you. And, yeah, keep in touch with me, man. We'll all kind of, you know, once this blows over, we'll all do something. And uh, I appreciate you having me on. Definitely, man. We're happy to come down there, and we'll get you up here. Oh, yeah. Come down here and mouth the tweakers with me. (laughs) Thanks, Preston Lacey, for getting us together. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Preston. I want to go in like the Jeep with like open windows and go on tweaker safari. Like <laughs> oh, fucking amazing. You're going to crawl in a tweaker, a fake tweaker's asshole. <laughs> kind of hot in these rhinos. <laughs> oh, right. Good night guys. We'll see you next hey, week. Thanks. Good night. Thanks Friday. for listening. Absolutely. See you.
enjoyed this episode of the Domestic Disturbance Podcast, and if you didn't, even better. You can show us your disdain by sharing the show from iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Though honestly, nobody uses Google Play. Check out our Facebook page for any upcoming comedy shows or appearances from Carla, Mike, and Tim. Also, don't forget to check out our favorite band, Boar, on Spotify, or purchase their new EP, Boar 2, on iTunes or Bandcamp. We'll see you next week, Rageaholics.